Hello there! My name is Fernanda Moura, I am a literary scholar, and this is episode 8 of the podcast An Overview of English Literature. Last episode, I talked to you about an important name in 18th century British literature, the poet Alexander Pope. Pope was a highbrow and conservative writer who criticized the vulgarization of art and literature due to their popularization at the turn of the century. Someone who received a lot of criticism from Pope, who stands on the other side of the elite popular spectrum and who has been neglected by many books of English literary history, was Eliza Haywood, the star of our episode today. In the same manner as Afro Ben, who we discussed in episode 6, little is known about Eliza Haywood's private life. It is believed that she asked a personal friend to withhold information about her life even after her death so it would not be misrepresented in print. We can assume that friend took the request seriously because, indeed, very little is known of her to this day. Haywood, her married name, her maiden name was Elizabeth Fowler, entered the public sphere in 1715 when she was listed in the cast of a production of Shakespeare's Diamond of Athens at the Smock Alley Theatre in Dublin. She started her career as an actress and later moved to London, where she acted at the Haymarket Theatre. She continued acting until the 1737 Licensing Act was established, which heavily censored the plays being produced and determined that the staging of legitimate spoken drama should be exclusive to two patent houses, the Drury Lane and the Covent Garden. In addition to her love for the theatre, Haywood also loved writing. Her first literary piece, Love in Excess, was published in Stallman's in 1719. It deals with women's education and marriage, offering a positive depiction of the condemned fallen woman. This soon became a bestseller and positioned Haywood as a very popular author. Another popular story written by Haywood was Phantomina, or Love in a Maze, published in the collection Secret Histories, Novels and Poems, published in 1725. In Phantomina, the reader follows a high-rank lady who wishes to attract the attention of a charming named Beauplaisir, which would be impossible due to her social position. She creates a plan and disguises herself as four different women, a prostitute, a maid, a widow, and a libertine aristocrat. These four different female roles allow her to pursue a different relationship with Beauplaisir, allowing her to explore the freedoms and restraints of social conventions depending on social rank. This is an example of a very popular literary genre in British literature at the beginning of the 18th century, the amatory fiction. The novels and novellas that fit this genre were usually written by women and for women, although some men most likely read them too. They were concerned with love and sexual adventures, where the protagonist is a woman. The stories have a fast pace, include disguises and mistaken identities, and give the reader a sense of peeking behind the curtains and knowing the scandalous details and secrets of the personal lives of members of high society. Haywood's experience in the theatre certainly added to her representation of women as actresses performing different roles in society. 
Haywood also wrote for women in a newspaper she launched herself, called The Female Spectator, which ran from 1744 to 1746. It is considered to be the first periodical written by women and for women. Common subjects focused by the newspaper were marriage, children, reading, education and conduct. In addition to amatory fiction and articles for her newspaper, Eliza Haywood also wrote poems, plays, essays, translations, and took a more conservative turn at the end of her career writing conduct books. In 1756, for example, the year of her death, she published first The Wife and consequently, uh, subsequently The Husband in answer to the wife, in which she discusses the conduct for each partner in a marriage. Haywood was a very versatile and prolific writer, publishing over 70 works during her lifetime. She also worked as a publisher, printing at least nine works at her pamphlet shop in Convent Gardens called Sign of Fame. Although her name has been neglected for many years, especially due to the formation of a male literary canon, Haywood's works have been brought back to the spotlight since the 1980s and her contribution to English literature duly noted. I hope you have enjoyed knowing more about Eliza Haywood, the main professional woman writer in early 18th century England. In the next episodes, we will continue talking about this period in English literary history and the main names that helped shape the literary production of the time. Stay tuned and until the next stop in our journey through English literature.